You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Tapping away. That raise now as Broad comes in. Bowles, he tries to pull. Down the leg side, he is caught. Caught by Butler, tried to pull. at balloon diving away to his right. That set the trap with the leg slip, but it was the keeper that did it. And Harris is on his way. And Broad back in the English team. Back amongst the wickets, sending Australian left-handers on their way. Australia are one for four. Yeah, brilliant catch it was. The only one of the second test so far. Marcus Harris gone for three off Stuart Broad. Brilliant catch by Joss Butler. Scotty Sattler, second test underway in Adelaide. And started off in controversial circumstances as well with uh, Paddy Cummins ruled out due to a COVID scare. Um, Close contact. And it looked like their entire front line was going to be pulled out at some stage as well. Um, Nathan Lyon, Mitch Stark, they were at the same... The same establishment, but outside. Okay. Well, Cummins was inside and around a person that's tested positive to, to COVID. So, and he's actually tested negative. Yes. But because he's a close contact, he's got to uh, isolate. And um, and on on the back of that, of course, Marcus Harris, his his position will now be questioned leading into the third test, whether it's win, lose, or draw. You would think, mm. uh, with a shocking average at the moment, and he'll um, get a second go though. He'll get a second chance in yeah, this test. But I suppose the 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 news that's, I suppose, flown under the radar a little bit is that Steve Smith is now the acting captain for yes. the second test, which I am happy for. I want uh, to get our listeners' opinions. Are you comfortable with Steve Smith as captain? I'm with you, Sats, and uh, I know, but I know there is a, are a lot of people that said never again. Never do they want to see Steve Cap- Smith captain again. He's forgone that right for, uh, for what happened with Sandpaper Gate and the fact that he was in charge at the time. Somewhat turned a blind eye to that. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm quite comfortable. We've got a special guest coming. I'm going to ask him that uh, straight off the top. Um, Cricket Writers Club broadcaster of the year last year, Adam Collins. Very, very good uh, young commentator. I want to who, who's at the game, and I want to know what he thinks about uh, Steve Smith taking over. What the reception was for Steve Smith. I, I, I didn't catch that. I didn't st- see the first Neither hour or I, two actually, of the test. Yeah. So. Uh, interested there, and you can join in anytime you like. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Brixie's last stand. Mm-hmm. Well, his last day with us for the time being. Um, we're working on trying to get him here permanently. Uh, <laughs> so what we do on a Thursday night is have our songs to finish the show. Sats, um, we came up with a bit of a cricket theme, but mm-hmm. you've 
You've gone off on a tangent, but I do like your song. Yeah, well, mine's about farewelling Brixie, who's been here mm. this week. And no. um, yeah, he's been outstanding, Brixie. And um, he thinks and this, this is, he thinks you're being really nice to him here. Yeah, and this Don't is sing a the bits uh, in between. <laughs> this is a, a great Australian classic. Am I ever gonna see your face again? No way. Oh. Am I ever gonna <laughs> see your face? Yeah, beautiful, Iconic, wasn't it? The Angels, mm-hmm. uh, great song. You can vote for your favourite song out of the three that we're going to toss up to you. Uh, and text us again, 0457 736 736. As I said, for Brixie and I anyway, cricket theme. How's that? You missed the bat, I caught you up. How's that? Good on you, Daryl. Sherbet there. So that is Daryl Brayton, is that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's good Playing at my local pub next yeah, oh, coming up pretty soon, actually. I know my wife's going. She's still got a thing for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, the kids love him now. Kids love him, the yeah. kids love him. Bricks, eh? Yes, mate. What'd you come up with? I came up with the cricket theme as well. Test is in Adelaide. Adelaide boy, Paul oh, Kelly. great song, Adelaide. With, with, yeah, Adelaide, Paul Kelly. No, Adelaide, his song. Yeah, I know, he's Adelaide, Ad- yeah. No, that's the Serial song. killer capital I, well, of Australia. I am not going to play Adelaide, Adelaide, though. Adelaide. But it's Paul yeah. Kelly, Adelaide boy, about another great Adelaide boy. Don Bradman. He's more than just a batsman with something like a tie. More than just one Isn't man. he from Bowel? take on any side. He's Didn't originally he he lived in South Australia. Yeah, he lived in South Australia at the end yeah. of his life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd never heard that song. No, he started there and he played for New South Wales after that, didn't he? Or was the other way around? No, I think he was born in Barrow. we yeah. need a history lesson here, don't oh, we? Oh, we're going to get punished for that where's, one. Um, where's our great author? Roland yeah. Perry. Roland. Don's best mate. Well, the cricketing museum is in Barrel, is it? Or the Bradman yes. Museum. Yeah, the International Cricket Hall. It's not in Adelaide, it's, it's in Barrel, so. Well, that's where he ended up living. Yeah. Uh, tell us what you think. Which which song do you want us to play at the end of the show in its entirety? Um, hey, I've got a quick question, though, before yeah. you jump in here, Sats. I've, I've been asked this today a few times. Uh, can Queenslanders, because I had to go up to Brisbane today. I'm it's hard to, to find the information, about the border. Can Queenslanders travel into New South Wales at Christmas, in, into the, the border zone, the non-restricted border zone, what, by, so car. by car? Can they and for how long? Hmm. So I've heard reports, oh, they can't, or yes, they can for is a few days. Is there a bubble You've that's created from the border down to Ballin yeah. or whatever? Yeah, there's, there a, is a there's a bubble okay. there's a, or a border zone. Yep. Um, but so Queenslanders, I think, can, but for how long do you have to get tested? Have you got any info on that? Please tell us because I'm going through it's this. hard to find, Government isn't it? website, seriously. Hey, Badge, can I um, – can we – you spoke about one of your mates last night. I'm going to talk about a mate of mine who um, has gone in onto Tinder. Uh-oh. And, um, and he's not going in there for you know, what some people go into Tinder for, just a, a one-nighter. He's going in look, trying to look for a, for a partner. Uh, uh, and right. he's been he's been following this this one uh, lovely female that mm. he's always wanted to send a message to. So he finally sent a message. And apparently, you swipe one way. I'm not quite sure, but oh, he sent oh, a message. Yeah, to you're her. not sure. Yeah. And and in their conversations and looking at her photos, he realised that she's a dog lover. Now he he doesn't like dogs, but what he did do, they went on their first date last weekend. And he took a mate's dog with him <laughs> to a picnic to impress her. Oh, did it work? 
Well, this stage gonna, it has. He's going to come unstuck at some stage. Yeah, I, I, I said to him, what story are you going to come up with? Now, so that's what sort of prompted me. You know, what, what have you done to impress someone? <laughs> wow, that's, that's big, isn't it? Hired a dog from hide, his mate. Hired a dog. And I don't I know what it. happens when this or if this relationship becomes long-term. What happens with the dog? Does he just say, well, I, I end up giving it to a mate? I, I couldn't look after it because I'm working all day. I'm not quite sure. I'm yeah. not sure what his strategy is going to be. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, what do you reckon about that? What have you done to impress someone? Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. A text here uh, from Johnny Rabbit McLean uh, 2GF. Oh, he wants the Bradman song. So straight away, there's a vote. I put on the um, board. There's already a couple through for yours, Sat. So I'm down two one nil. Uh, of course, Steve should be captain. The vice captain takes over when the captain is out. He's done his time upward and onward. I'm watching cricket on mute while listening to you guys. Good on you, Johnny Rabbit um, at uh, Denny Grafton at McLean. Great part of the world, McLean. Um, right, I sat. Uh, I will say now, just quickly Australia won for 60 after 33 yes. overs. Very slow run rate. Davey uh, Warner, that is the, probably the yeah. slowest he has ever. It, it, it was one off 25 balls. 29 from 89 now. Manus Labashain is 21 from 86. They're both. The, uh, oh. the English bowlers have been playing, have been bowling with a lot of fury. They're using the bounce and the wicket really it's well. It's really unsettling the, attack. Yeah. the batters. Now, Steve Smith did win the toss and decided to bat. Even mm. though the the wicket is very bouncy, so yeah, it's it's been an interesting day of play. Even though there's not a lot of uh, runs scored, it's it's been really interesting to watch the way that England have um, have fought back through Broad and and Anderson and Co. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Right, we better get uh, better get into this. Sports Day, Sports Update. It is for Acmea Farm Insurance, as we mentioned. Paddy Cummins ruled out of the first test, one for sixty-one. Australia now, uh, Lava Shane on uh, 21, Water, Warner on 30. Um, and we have asked a question, are you okay with Steve Smith as captain? Thanks for your message already. Travis Head is the vice captain. so It's because um, he got a century. <laughs> Whoever got the, Man of the match. highest score in the First last test. game. Okay. Uh, Michael Nisa yes. brought into the team. So um, It's a fair replacement. In, and he, he can bat a bit too. Yeah, he can. He's got a century at centri- uh, Sheffield Shield level and – um, it is his debut as well. Glenn McGrath was the one that presented him with his, his baggy green yep. before Dave's right. play today. I'm um, very disappointed for uh, for this bloke, not getting a go. Jack Leach, um, <laughs> English spinner. Uh, also Mark Wood being rested. Yeah, that's might, interesting. Might right. be, I rested, be niggling injury, tired, whatever yeah. it may be. But he was their best bowler in the first test. Well, uh, yeah, arguably. he's he, he was very, very good. But someone had to make way. If, they've still got five bowlers there. No real spell. I mean, Joe Root's going to bowl a lot of Ollie lot Robinson. of overs. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, uh, Stokes and Anderson back, of yep. course, as well. Um, great take by Josh Butler. We said that earlier on to dismiss Marcus. It's one of the great takes, and they set him up. He moved. He must must have moved five meters or more to his right to to take to take that. So we'll keep you updated on the uh, on the cricket. As it goes, it's a, it's a bit of a slow old going, but as we get into the night session, of course, it's a day nighter in Adelaide. Things could really, uh, really heat up. I've been impressed with Anderson abroad. Really mm. impressed with well, the way they've uh, well, they're injected class. themselves. Yeah, absolutely. They? Yeah. Hey, did you actually last night at the MCG? Did you watch? Yes. The big bash. Well, we watched the start of. It. We were on air at the start of it last night. Josh Philippi and Glenn Maxwell. Well, Glenn Maxwell. Just a shootout. It was it, great. His 
I thought, oh, he's, they're going to win. He's, he's got the man of the match wrapped up, 103 or 57 balls. Some of the shots he plays, he is, he is next level. Glenn Maxwell is absolute superstar, as we already know. Uh, stars five for 177. And then Philippi, he, he actually man of the match, 99 not out of 61. I kind of feel sorry for him. It wasn't a century, but he got the sixes home with two he balls to He scored the most amount of runs over 80 without scoring a century. Oh, really? And Glenn Maxwell kicks... Well, you can't get more than 99 without well, getting a century. He, Glenn Maxwell, he hit his 100th sixth, and he only joins Chris Lynn. There's the only two other players, two players that have done it as well. There you go. Yeah. It wasn't Lynn, enough for Glenn Maxwell, but it was great to watch. Oh, gee. Well, mm. you, we wouldn't blame him for that... Um, it's like, you know, when you play a game of footy and you have a blind, you score three tries and you get beaten. Uh, it was a bit like that. Like, well, it's like four tries for Maxwell, wasn't it? Mm. 100 off 57 balls. Um, Warriors have confirmed interest in all-black Geordie Barrett. We spoke about this. Sabs, As you that would. He has said, uh, and he's only mid-20s, he's a gun player too, that he's keen to have a crack at you know, really likes what he sees. And says he sits back some days when the season's finished from the Super Rugby and the All Blacks and he watches Rugby League and constantly says to himself, wouldn't mind having a chop at that. And he'd be very good. Mm. He'd be very good. He'd be, he'd be, he plays fullback, centre, five-eighth or fly-half in um, in rugby and could play any of those positions in league as well. Mm. Yeah. So we're talking about another flyer, um, former Eels fullback winger Bevan French. He's only mid mid twenty. I think he's twenty five as well. I was surprised. I was surprised that he went to the UK Super League. He's kind of on the outer at Paramount. He was, he? but he would have been such an asset to other clubs. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's reportedly on the open market for an NRL return as well. A return as well. He is contracted next year to Wigan. Yes. But you know, I, you know how I, these things work. Yeah. But does that matter? Oh, I don't think it does. I mean, it's the premier competition. He says I can't come home. I've got. Anyway, he's he's keen at some point to come back, if not next year or the year after. Maybe a uh, maybe a target for the Dolphins, Sats. Well, um, see his contract. Looks end. like it might have been another blow to the Dolphins because um, Michelle Bishop from SEN was reporting earlier today that Junior Paulo has re-signed for Parramatta. Yeah, saw that four years. Uh, him and Hayes Dunster, yeah, taking him to twenty twenty six. Now mm. they've signed a few young players, the Dolphins, but. Junior Paulo, I mean, he's classed as a marquee player. Some he's a premier front rower. And, you know, I'm not saying this is what happened, but the players and managers will use the Dolphins and yeah. the, this new club as a bargaining tool. Um, there's, a, there's a new player on the market. They're offering good money and, the, you know, it'll, it helps them get a better deal or a longer contract uh, at, their, at their current club or another one. My, my spies are telling me that there are um, quite a few managers that don't like negotiating with – um, Peter O'Sullivan, their, their recruitment manager. So somehow they have to break down that wall Ooh. of communication. Ooh, mm. okay. Um, Joey Leilua, he... Uh, well, he's got his abilities he mixed up with his ambition. What? He's, uh, he's having a boxing He's fighting fight against Chris Heinington about. next week on the Gallon Lussick two-day event. Andrew Maloney, of mm. course, we spoke to him last week. He's fighting as well, a genuine fighter. Uh, but Joey Lalu has got his uh, ability mixed up with his ambition because Fox Lee, they've have posted an interview with BJ Lalua surrounding fighting in the NRL. Have a listen. It wasn't, if it wasn't for penalties and fines, do you reckon you'd be out there throwing them a little more? Probably, because I don't like getting fined. I'd like to keep my own money. But um, no, yeah. Like if, we, if it was back in the 80s, fuck, I'd be, I'd be throwing them. <laughs> of course you would, BJ. Mm, yeah, of course you would. Sure. 
<laughs> imagine, yeah. imagine BJ Lalu coming in and trying to blind shot someone like Les Davidson oh. or Blocker. Gene Miles. <laughs> oh, Please. It would just be – it would be ugly. <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I asked about the border vaccination. I got a uh, message back from Monday or Monday at Tugan. Yep. Guys, they need double vax. This is if you want to come from Queensland into New South and, and then come back and again. a border declaration. Yeah. Yep. Which you can do online, and you have to be COVID tested three days before crossing the Queensland border to New South Wales, and you can stay optional. Okay. Um, so I wonder you if you're only going for a couple of days, though. Do you still have to get? You probably have to. Yeah, you probably have to. Okay. There you go. All right, uh, sports update for Acmea Farm Insurance. Uh, when we come back, we're going to have a chat with Adam Collins all about what's happening at the cricket, and it's on as we speak. Australia one four sixty two after thirty five overs. This is Sports Day. The all new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. This is Sports Day with Bajan Sats for Kia. The all new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Yeah, Badge and Sats back with you. Special guest coming on in just a tick, Adam Collins. We're going to get him on the line. Sats, we've got some texts here. Yeah, we have. There he is. Oh, we've got Adam, the the 2020 Cricket Riders Broadcaster of the Year. He's good enough to join us. G'day, Adam. How are you? (laughs) Lovely to be here, guys. Uh, An absorbing battle at Adelaide Oval, it must be said. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. And great to have you live from the the venue itself. Uh, Massive news this morning, of course, uh, Paddy Cummins having to pull out because he's a close contact of a... Uh, COVID um, positive. Um, how was the reception for the uh, stepping in vice captain as as captain today, Steve Smith? Yeah, it's a good question. I suppose we'll find out at the fall of the next wicket when he walks out to bat. No, I mean, <laughs> look, look, Steve Smith uh, returning to the vice captaincy. It was it was very clear from Cricket Australia that they knew he would lead Australia again in Cummins' absence at some point. The very nature of fast bowlers is that they play every game. They if well, I'm not to suggest that Cummins would be rested or rotated, but they're more injury-prone by very nature of their job. So this is unexpected. It's just extraordinarily unusual circumstances where on the morning of a game, he's been pinged as a close contact. So but my gut feel is that, uh, is that now that he's in the role and he's wearing the captain's armband again and all the rest of it, uh, that he will be warmly received. There'll always be a degree of animosity to him from some quarters mm. of the cricket community, and understandably so after what happened at Cape Town in 2018. Some people uh, will form the view and have formed the view that he should never lead Australia again, and, and fair enough. But I think now public opinion has moved on to the point where they're, they're quite happy that he's vice-captain rather than full-time captain, and that will mean from time to time in leading the team as the acting captain as well. He's got our vote of confidence in this studio. No, no problem at all. Uh, the Aussies won the toss and batted. Was that a surprise given what we've seen coming out of the pitch so far? Oh, not really. I think Adelaide day-night test cricket, we can get a bit carried away about uh, about the, the potential to roll a team quickly. Um, this is These are stunning conditions. There isn't a cloud in the sky at Adelaide Oval at 29 degrees. The pitch is true. Yes, it's giving a bit to the England bowlers with the short stuff, but it is fundamentally true. And that suits a player like David Warner and it suits a player like Marnus Labashain. The pair of them put on 361 for the second wicket against Pakistan at this venue in this corresponding test two years ago at Adelaide. So uh, they won't be worried too much about the ball zipping through a little bit. In fact, uh, at, at one level, I'm sure they'll be quite glad that England have already gone to plan C or plan D with the short stuff, for it mm. means that plan A hasn't paid off and they've only taken one wicket, although they did um, did bowl some very good spells before yeah. the lunch break. Yeah, Adam, uh, world-class athletes, Broad and Anderson, were you impressed with their spells? 
my word, I was. I mean, Anderson's, Anderson's landing it in a shoebox, as he tends to do, beating the bat routinely. And Broad's creating chances, and that's the story of the pair of them. Uh, Anderson is so consistent, creates chances with natural variation, moves it both ways, more subtle. And Broad is your more out-and-out bowls unplayables. And look, he, he bowled a couple of deliveries to, to Marcus Harris and a couple to David Warner that are a reminder of why he's taken in excess of 520 test wickets. I mean, this guy is an all-time great. Uh, and the fact that they were both left out at the Gabba last week remains a curiosity to me. Now, the DRS used very early on two occasions, both on Warner by Joe Root. Was, was that a bad move on his behalf, or do you think they were just trying to get under the grill of, of David Warner and make him a little bit more nervous than what he has been in this uh, in this first innings? Well, I, I could see the argument for both. I yeah. see the argument for both. Certainly the broad one felt... I mean, you, you watch it live, and you think he's in strife, but it was going over the top of... Not quite leg stump, just beyond leg stump. So it ended up being a poor review. But um, on the evidence of watching it live, it, it felt better than that. So I see where they were going there. And the second, well, there was actually three attempts, wasn't there? There was the, mm. the second one where they thought they got the inside edge. And that was just a, a misjudgment from Stuart Broad, the bowler, who convinced Root to review. And the third uh, was, uh, was courtesy of Chris Wokes. And it pitched outside leg stump in the end. But again, you, you watch it live and, and you think there might be something there for it did hit Warner on the knee roll. So... Even though all three of them went the way of Australia, I don't think they were shockers either. Yeah. Mm. It's one for uh, 69, 37 overs in, I think. Uh, really slow going there, really tricky early on for the Australians. Do you mm. think that Labashane and Warner, you mentioned before, their heroics at this ground, do you think they'll pick the pace up a little bit if they can maybe both clock up a half century and then put the foot down? Reminds me a little bit of the tempo in this match four years ago, actually. Uh, that was a slow start, too. A bit of a oh. rain interruption in there on that first day. But uh, on that day, it was uh, it was David Warner initially batting with Cameron Bancroft and Usman Khawaja subsequently, who took a while to find their groove. But, look, the batting conditions are fine. Uh, they're brilliant. <laughs> it's, a, it's, yep. a, it's an exercise in making sure here that they play themselves into a point where they can go through the gears. And let's remember, that's what they did at Brisbane last week as well. They started slowly and built into a partnership that defined the second day. So uh, no concern about the run rate at this stage. It's a, I think that um, white ball cricket and the modern game sometimes means that we're uh, a bit less forgiving when it comes to how slowly test cricket can play out from time to time. But I think that's a function of England bowling in such a way that they are trying to encourage aggressive batting. Um, at one stage, we had seven catches in position for, um, for, for, for uh, Ben Stokes bowling um, a leg stump or a leg side field theory to David Warner. And on that basis, you can see why he's just wanting to watch the dot balls go through to the keeper and try and exhaust Ben Stokes. That's a, that's a good strategy as well across five mm. days. What, what's expected to happen with the, the pitch and the ball, the pink ball, when the sun goes down? Much different? Uh, yeah, well, it, well, it'll be different. I'll tell you, I've watched every day-night test match at this ground since they started playing them in 2015. And the one consistent uh, element to each of them has been that the, the ball talks when the lights go like, go out, or should I say when the lights come on mm. at Adelaide and when it takes over from the, the sun. So, um, look, the problem England have got is normally on, on day one, the fielding team go as quickly as they can through their 80 overs in order to make sure they get a chance to bowl with the second new ball before the close. Well, England are through 37.4 overs in well, going on three hours, they're only going to get through eighty-two or eighty-three. Remember, they don't have a spinner, oh. um, so they won't get much of a they won't get much of a go with the second new ball tonight, which will be a factor, I think. You if they about, got through the eighty overs briskly, then they get ten before stumps. Yeah, you talk about a spinner and Sporty Gav, one of our listeners, has said uh, shocked that England had no spinner for this Adelaide Test, and we're seeing right now that Joe Root into his third over. Do you expect him to mm. 
to basically be their, their main attack when it comes to trying to turn the ball? He's going to have to be. Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, Joe Root's better than a part-timer, but, but he's not a front-liner. He's somewhere in between. Uh, he's, not a, he's not the guy you throw the ball to uh, in desperation. He, he's better than that, and, and, he's, and he's shown that consistently as a test bowler. I mean, he's taken 40 wickets and doesn't bowl in every innings far from it. Mm. Um, but uh, the, what he's being asked to do here is perform the role of the holding spinner, and that is a, that is a very different thing to do in the absence of Jack Leach or Don Bess or indeed... Mm. Matt Parkinson, who was, uh, who was in the, the extended squad with the Lions, but wasn't given an opportunity before he uh, returned home uh, with the Lions this week. So, um, yeah, it wasn't exactly a big show of faith in Jack Leach, and I can understand that. Um, to be honest with you, I wouldn't have picked him um, after what happened uh-huh. last week uh, with Australia targeting the left-arm spinner. Uh, I think that would have been consistent no matter where they go around the, around the country, and that's, that's a story about finger spin in Australia and, and reinforces what a, what a gem Nathan Lyon's been over a long stretch of time. Yeah, so... Reading between the lines, if you were, Adam, if you were Justin Langer, you'd be happy with where you are at, at the moment? I'd be absolutely comfortable about yeah. it. Uh, I, w- I, would be, I would be thinking that, well, Labuschagne's faced 101 deliveries, Warner's faced 103 deliveries. Um, they're in. Uh, and now they can shuffle up the gears. They've put on 70 from 188 deliveries. That's just when you can move through the gears, just when you can start applying some pressure back on the bowling team with a ball that will get softer and older. We know that with the pink ball, it gets a fraction softer than the red one, which can be to the distinct advantage of the batting team, as this pair showed two years ago uh, when they drove Pakistan into the dirt uh, through the second and third session on on that first day. So um, notwithstanding what we talked about before about the pink ball and what it does after dark, that's a big factor with new batsmen walking to the crease. A little bit different if it's these two batting in a couple of hours. Mm, Absolutely. I haven't... I'm a bit envious of you. I think Sats is too. I haven't been to the newly revamped uh, Adelaide Oval. It looks magnificent. Is it is beautiful? It, is it as uh, as great in in the uh, in the flesh? Yep, it's the best ground in the world. Really? So, I'm, I'm, it's an absolute joy to be here. I'm very lucky in my job to uh, travel around the Test playing world and, and and do this for a living, and and that means I get to sort of sample what's around there. Look, different grounds have different qualities, but this is the complete package in terms of the aesthetics, the combination of new and old, the proximity to the city, that walk from uh, the, the middle of town across the bridge, the fact that routinely it's a stonking uh, weather forecast whenever we seem to get here, uh, and now you're adding to that the day-night test match and the colourful sky over the western stand um, as we get uh, deeper into the day. Uh, it's it's a, just a joyous place to be during test week. Talk about the pink ball and what happens when the sun goes down. I'm jealous of Adam in Adelaide and what he gets up to when the sun goes down later on after today's <laughs> play. Now, Adam, is it the Bradman oh, we've stand? Got some, we've, got, we've got some likely types in the comments. <laughs> uh, now, well. Is it the Bradman stand? And, and educate me. I was there for the state yes. of origin. Um, is it the Bradman yes. stand where they've kept the, the original structure as the base of the grandstand? Only to an extent. Look, yes, they have. I mean, I wouldn't overplay that point. It is a modern grandstand, but they've kept a little bit of the interior from before the, yep. the renovation. Remember, the renovation uh, to the Western Stand, the, the Edwin Smith Chapel and Bradman Stands, took place uh, back in 2009, 2010. They've actually been there quite a long time. Uh, but uh, such, is the, such is the fine planning uh, of this ground as it was revamped over four or five summers. Uh, that it looks brand spanking new even now. Uh, so, and, of course, you know, you look out from our commentary position, and there's the cathedral, there's the old scoreboard, there's the hill. So, I mean, it still retains the integrity of an old ground, which has this, you know, this wonderful facelift, and, yeah, it's world's best practice. Mm, magnificent, and you've painted a beautiful picture for us, Adam. Have you bumped into Booney yet? He'd be, he'd be a bit cranky again today if that overrate's slow. <laughs> or, or maybe he's happy, uh, maybe way, he's, happy. he's keeping the cash. Yeah. 
I'm sure David Boone would be far happier if they got through their 90 overs and he had a lot of time so he could get out of here half an hour earlier True. and not have to worry about uh, not have to worry about talking to the captains after play. But uh, no, he'll he'll, uh, he'll be watching closely. I'm sure. Yeah, good on you. Thanks, mate. Thanks very much for joining us, uh, Adam Collins, commentator extraordinaire, um, joining us on Sports Day. Really appreciate it. Pleasure to be with you. Good stuff. Um, one for 74, the Aussies are, as we head to the break. Labashane 25, Warner on 39. This is Sports Day. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Back soon. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Yeah, we'll keep you uh, posted on the second Ashes test from Adelaide as we go along tonight. Actually, one for 77, Australia. Warner 42. Labuschagne 25, we lost Marcus Harris 4-3. And if you didn't hear the news early today before a ball was bowled, Pat Cummins, the skipper, ruled out for being a close contact of someone with COVID at a restaurant last night. You said there's a bunch of other players that were sitting outside. At the same establishment, but they were outside. Nathan Lyon and Mitch Stark were two of them. Ooh. So, as we said earlier on, could have been the entire front line. There you go. All could have right. been all about uh, who else was left. Josh, uh, not Josh Hazel, uh, Jai Richardson. Yeah, Michael And Michael Nisa, Nisa that was it. Might have opened the bowling and the batting <laughs> as well. Uh, Rodder, let's get into this. Yep, it's sure. Oh, that stopped in a hurry. Um... <laughs> Sats, what do you got? This something. This is Australia. Yeah, this, is, this Australia. could only be in Australia or possibly Texas. Um, man destroys karaoke machine with a shovel, and he's still on the loose. Okay, a For man real? in his fifties in Perth destroyed a karaoke machine in a bar when he realised Kaysan wasn't on the playlist. Really, <laughs> I'm with him. <laughs> <laughs> that could only happen in Australia. I'm with him. Yeah, we're finding that little button there to push. Um, good. Yeah, okay. okay. Why would that happen in Texas? Are they into cold chisel over there? Not cold chisel, but you know, oh, a little song. bit loose in yeah. Texas. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned that story off the top about your mate uh, to get a date on Tinder. He used his mate's dog. Because he knew that the she, girl was a dog lover. Yeah. I've got a story about a dog. How far would you go to keep your dog? You've got a... Oh, Staffy Frank. Frank. What I'd do to keep him, I would – well, I'd – You'd walk over hot coals. Oh, yeah. I'd think about killing someone would, if it meant oh, Frank what? leaving this would, earth geez. to protect him. We've got Maggie, the labbie, and, yeah, you get the same. You get attached to your dogs. I wonder how much you'd spend on – people often say, oh, I had to get the dog's knee fixed and, you know, he's 12 and it cost me three grand. Well, would you spend this sort of money? Sunshine Coast couple has forked out over 40 grand – probably 45, to bring a Balinese street dog what? to Australia. So they went to Bali and the wife has just – and the husband actually said, when we go over there to live for a couple of years, she loves dogs. I don't want you to, to go have a dog. Don't take, and she took, I took no notice, but this little puppy just followed her around everywhere and I eventually adopted it. So she had decided she had to bring it back. Now, it's really difficult to bring it back straight to Australia from Indonesia. So they moved to New Zealand for two years where it was easy to take the dog and, and then, then it's not so bad to bring him back to Australia. But she's run out of patience. So you know what she's done? 
she's hired or they have hired a private jet, a chartered flight for 40 to 45 grand to fly Munchkin back to Australia. Is that yeah, Munchkin. Munchkin. To bring Munchkin back to Australia. And now they're trying to sell seats on the plane as well to, to humans. To humans. Because <laughs> you can't sell them to dogs. So, so they're trying to sell seats to offset the cost. Oh. So we're just... This is Australia. Yeah, exactly. Spend that sort of money to bring your dog home. Oh, I don't think I'd go that far. No. I don't think I'd go that far. There you go. Frankie, you need all the food on the plane. Anyway, um, some of our texts, uh, thanks very much, 0457 736 736. Merry Christmas to the great badge, Sats, and Justin's great and hopefully permanent replacement. Uh, given uh, several of my followers text you last night, I thought it would save tonight's show. How great was it to see Tuesday's week? Weekend link, I think it's weakest, weakest link. link. Ended with the greatest couple ever on maths, Jules and Cam. Well, they're the greatest couple, Glenn, because they're the only ones that lasted. Oh, finishing first and spec- second were they respectively. The really, well, they were just he, he came across as a no. Nah, he's, nice he's a nice was guy. He? Yeah, she had long red, red hair, like champagne coloured hair. Gary, um, yeah. So they're um, they're, they're I think they're the only ones that have lasted. Um, yeah, I think they are. Yeah, they got, they got, a, they got a child now. I think or they something. have too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hey, Sats had to chuckle when you said you hadn't heard that Paul Kelly song, which was Bradman, which is getting a few votes. I might add, uh, if you've heard one of them, you've heard them all. Brad from Redhead. That's not Brad from Redhead. That's Woogie. Brad, don't <laughs> say that. Justin. Badge will get very defensive. No, Woogie doesn't <laughs> like him at all because he's got no taste. Uh, I'm not saying that about you, Brad, but. Really? Woogie always says, listen, I know how to make gravy. I don't need you to tell me how to make it. Yeah. Paul Kelly. And, boring line. you know, you had to rely on your ex-wife to give you the bus fare to go and see her again. So yeah. he doesn't like Paul Kelly songs. Not at all. Yeah, as I get older, I'm starting to respect his music a lot more. Mm-hmm. Mm. What are you saying? He's only No, I, I, I actually like his music So now. you turned 50 and on Monday you went, I like Paul Kelly now. Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard Did the you? Bradman song, but. Mm. Yeah. You got so. any Elvis Music Elvis CDs as well. Have you got a few of those for you? No, but I told podcasts? you that the other day how I opened that Elvis restaurant. No. Yeah. You didn't tell me. Oh, d- didn't you? You well, tell we, Brixie. We're not here. Yeah, you weren't here. It was his joke. Yeah, it wasn't a joke. Oh, it was the real. Jo- yeah, no, the yeah. real one. Yeah, oh, that, it's no, only you- for people who love meat tender. <laughs> 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 oh, God. <laughs> we're in trouble. <laughs> Keep your texts coming. Uh, zero four. Who's doing the joke at the end of the show? Oh, Brixie, yeah. Brixie's your I last show. I believe it's me. I yes. believe it's, I That'll be good. Thank See God. What, I've got to follow in Sats' footsteps. I'm not sure about this. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. What are those songs again? Brixie? Songs? Here we are. Mine. Am oh, Sats. Oh, Sats. And this is because Brixie's leaving. Yes. Yep. Because you want to scream at him the bit that goes in between. No way. Yep. Oh. No, we don't nice. think that. We don't think that. You yeah, hit the bat, I caught you out. That's how it goes, isn't it? Hit the bat, I caught you out. <laughs> I think it is. Remember those songs? Remember the songs over the years that you you thought that yeah, you got the, the lyrics or something else? So, uh, yes, I do. Well, there's another song when you can't yeah can't really remember it. Hit hey, the bat, I caught you out. <laughs> How's that? You know it's not that, don't you? It is. Yeah, yeah. no, I do know it is that. You having a go at me? <laughs> Here you go, Brad from Redhead. More than just one man, he could take on any side. 
We played yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, no, no, no it's going to the votes. It goes for like seven or eight minutes. Seven and a half minutes really? long. So, yeah. wow. Sporty Gav has voted for the Bradman song, uh, and he says shocked that England has no spinner for this Adelaide. Oh, you mentioned that yeah. before. Sets. Mm. Good on you. All right, keep them coming. And seven votes for how's that? Only Excellent. seven votes. Well, I've only had two for you, that, Bradman. Have you, have you had one of your songs played yet? Yes. And I know that a bit of a conspiracy going on too, Brixie, so. Remember Cheap Wine? That's, that's the lyrics. Cheap Wine and a Three-Legged Goat. Three-day gro- oh, three three old yeah. goat. Three-day old goat. Some people just say three-legged goat. Three-legged goat. Oh. Mm. What is it? It's a three-day three three old goat. Three-day growth. Yeah. <laughs> three-day growth. <laughs> well, right, no, we're getting to a break. Uh, Sports Day, the all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. On Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this year. Yeah, he's one of our favourites each and every week. Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland. Uh, Badge not here. It's just me. I'm flying solo today, Chrissy Nelson. Oh. How are you? Sats. Good, thanks. You're flying, uh, you're flying the ship all on your own. Well, Badge has got one of those... Cashy functions today where he gets paid under the table. So, you know. well, he'd be happy that you've let everyone know that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, all the fields are out for this weekend. Yep, all the fields are out for Saturday. Big racing, of course, at Eagle Farm with the uh, the Group Three Grand Prix. The Gold Edition plate's going to be the highlight of the day. I think that's later in the day with a really good lineup of three-year-olds. We've got meetings at the Gold Coast. We've got meeting Friday night at the Sunshine Coast. We've got Saturday also at Toowoomba. And then Sunday, of course, at the Sunshine Coast as well. So plenty of meetings this weekend. What sort of prize money are we looking at uh, at Eagle Farm with the uh, the main race? The Grand Prix? Yep. That's a good question. I haven't got the page open at the right spot, but I'll have to open at the right spot now. I can tell you the Gold Edition plate yep. is the listed race. It's worth $200,000, and that's for the three-year-olds, one of the main lead-ups heading into the Magic Millions Guineas in a month's time. So... Uh, that's a very important race, and I'll eventually we'll find the Grand Prix if I can find the race. Just talk amongst yourselves. Uh, where are we here? Race number five is the race I'm looking for, the Grand Prix, and the prize money for that, Sats, is, still haven't found the right page, is $250,000. It's a Group 3 race. Just a small field and a very short price favourite in number five, Gypsy Goddess. Yeah, nice. Now, you wanted to touch on... Some greyhound news, some big races coming up in the coming days and weeks. Yeah, it's a big weekend uh, on the greyhound front. We have the running on Saturday night of the uh, the, Met, the Phoenix at the Meadows uh, in Melbourne. Now, $750,000, if you don't mind, wow. for the first prize getter. Big money. It's, like, uh, it's a bit like the Everest. There were slots for this, and Racing Queensland bought a spot, and we've ended up with a dog by the name of Spotted Elk who'll jump out of... Uh, Box number three, race eight on the card, 7.30 Queensland time on Saturday night. So good luck to Connections with Spotted Elk running for $750,000. Now, the other one I want to touch on, the National Straight Tracks Championships at Capella Bar on Sunday afternoon. A couple of Queensland representatives in that race, Deck 52 and Impact, $25,000 first prize there. So some big greyhound so racing. The straight the tracks, weekend. explain that to us. Yep. Well, they're, uh, they don't go around a turn. Yep. That's probably the easiest way to put it. Just uh, 360, roughly 350 to 370 metres. There's probably uh, four or five in Australia, probably four off the top of my head. So we've had uh, heats run at Richmond, Healesville, Capalabar and Murray Bridge, and the winners of each have uh, now made their way 
to Queensland. That for would the be final exciting, a little bit like the, uh, the gold ribbon event at uh, the Olympics, 100 metres. It doesn't really matter what yeah. what lane or what box you're going to come out of, I would, I would assume. You really shouldn't strike too much interference, should you? So, um, yeah, that, that'll be very interesting at uh, Capalabar on Sunday afternoon. And also the Group 2s on tonight at Albion Park from the, the cancelled races last week. Big weekend in Greyhound racing, as yeah, I mentioned. That just goes on and on and on, doesn't it? Yeah, the TAB Queensland Summer Racing Carnival has arrived. Head to queenslandsummercarnival.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Chris Nelson, talk to you next week. Look forward to it. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.